welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything in the English language there is to know about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, you can follow the podcast. That is at HEFpod. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash HEFpod. Email the show. You can do that. Uh, and that is Frankfurt at gmail.com. So here to talk a little bit about Eintracht Frankfurt's trip to Florida and a little bit about the burgeoning uh, Eintracht fan club that is going on on the East Coast, more specifically centered around the exciting city of New York City. Uh, we got Tom in New York. Tom, it's a pleasure to talk to you. It's been a it's been a while since you, you saw me over the summer. I would say so. I'll say good to all our Frankfurt fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, Tom, tell me a little bit about what drew you to the Eintracht oh so many years ago. That's um, that's a, that's an easy one to share, and it's funny, you know. I think I think this might be the first time I'm. I'm like being interviewed, let's call it, uh, in English as opposed to German, because I seem to be giving this interview in German a few times. But uh, it goes back. So I lived in Germany, uh, specifically Frankfurt, but Hamburg outside of Frankfurt uh, from 97 to 99. And uh, I was a soccer fan, but not necessarily, certainly not an Eintracht fan per se. My family comes from the north of Germany. Uh, but I had the opportunity to uh, to get to a match. It was the match where we beat Freiburg in the Rückrunde uh, the year before, 97, 98, uh, and basically confirmed or, or sealed the uh, the Aufstieg uh, back up to the first league and then uh, enjoyed, obviously, chanting uh, Nima Zweite Liga after that match and actually during most of the match, but uh, then had the opportunity to buy season tickets for 98-99, which was the 100-year anniversary of the team. And uh, again, bought the tickets, not necessarily thinking I was going to become a Frankfurt fan, but uh, appreciated the opportunity to see some first division German football. And, uh, and, and that's how it started with season tickets. And uh, I can continue with a couple of specific games that were, are of interest, but uh, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a one, it's a wonderful relationship that people uh, gain with Dintracht. 120 years young, as I always like to say. Um, right. Yeah, so I mean, just, just just to come back to that for a second, I mean, th this was, some people know it as the Asta Wunder for mine, the first wonder of mine river, which is the year we had a rele season-long relegation battle, winning 5-1 to one against Kaiserslautern in the last game day of the season to save ourselves uh, from... I guess it was 17th place to bump up to 15th and push push uh, Nuremberg down into the relegation. So uh, that was a pretty exciting season, and and it's it's stuck with me since then. So, well, let's put it this way: the Nuremberg fans have never really forgiven us for that, now have they? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think they ever will necessarily. Although there was a recent relegation battle, I think for that, right? <laughs> Yeah, and as far as I can say it, uh, to my lone uh, Nuremberg fan, as I told him, yeah, you can. If you don't like it, you can stick it where the sun don't shine. 
<laughs> but uh, as a Frankfurt fan, we we've gone through a lot of ups and downs. Um, what are some of the moments that, uh, in recent memory, that kind of stand out for you, Tom? A recent memory, meaning this last year and a half, two years or so, or, or going back? Let's go over the last. Back. Let's go over the last five years. Let's try and keep it a little bit more concise. Because if we go stretch too far back, we'll go through the real <laughs> yo-yo days. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think uh, I think in general, it's um, you know obviously most most people would know the the Launisha diva, the Moody diva, and uh, you know to be an Eintracht fan, that's that's something that comes with the territory, and uh, there had been a lot of that over the years, certainly in the twenty years that I'm a fan, and I think the last, if if I could summarize the last five years, it would probably be uh, uh, in general an amazing Hinrunde and a absolutely terrible rook runda um so whether that's the lana shadiva or what it is but uh i think uh you know again being through the those down years the relegation years uh i think you know those those initial five years that were going back were where the the focus was always class and a halt first let's let's stay first let's stay first division and and worry about anything beyond that uh down the road but let's 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 stay in the first league and obviously the last two years have been uh, pretty spectacular uh, coming on the heels of those indeed indeed uh a Ziga, uh definitely helps out and when you can reach the semifinals of a european competition through uefa you know nothing to snub your nose about needless to say yeah. Um, let's kind of focus on uh, what has been going on with you in New York City because uh, there's a fan club that has been started and you have been really uh, pushing the mold uh, as a track fan in the Big Apple. Tell me some of the stuff that has been uh, going on as your group is now forming uh, in the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, I need, I need to go, uh, go back to like 2010, 2012 for sure. Um, it's a gentleman named Mike Barber down, down in Philadelphia at the time who really, uh, one of the reasons I initially joined Facebook was to join the group that he had started, uh, on Facebook. And that eventually became, uh, Eintracht USA and actually became an official Eintracht fan club with membership cards, uh, recognized by the team, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, for whatever reasons, obviously some of these down years and I think, uh, probably most importantly, unfortunately, Mike moved away and there was no one to really pick up the banner uh, until I guess I did, along with uh, some great support from from Kai Remelt, our uh, North American representative for Eintracht that's based also in New York. Uh, we really sort of picked up the pieces of, of what Mike had created back uh, back in the early 2010, 2012 days uh, to revitalize that, to uh, reapply and become a uh, an official Eintracht fan club, and we are serving out uh, or serving our uh, one-year probation uh, through February or so. So, um, but things have picked up. Obviously, the interest in Europa League has put us on the map and given us the opportunity to try to spread our wings. Uh, no pun intended, or maybe pun intended, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to gr- to grow some uh, uh, to grow some fan base in New York and really try to. Uh, to move forward with that. And we, we've had some success, obviously New York city is a, is a tough market in terms of lots of 
entertainment options and the matches being either one o'clock or three o'clock is not the most convenient time on a work day of a Thursday to pull people in. But we've we've gotten the most recent game, which was a Bundesliga match. We got up to 18 people uh, in the house uh, at our our headquarters there of uh, Jack Dempsey's on 33rd Street, right in the shadow, literally the shadow of the uh, Empire State Building. Oh, Jack Dempsey. And in case anyone does not know uh, the great history of that restaurant, they need only uh, turn back to the movie The Godfather uh, <laughs> to get the reference points there. The restaurant has been literally around since it feels like, to me, the dawn of time. But, you know, uh, great uh, former boxing champion, one of the first people to ever conceive of making their own sort of bar made out of themselves and still surviving to this day. But I am going down a little bit of a memory lane <laughs> at being a boxing fan, thinking of Jack Dempsey, the fighter, not just Jack Dempsey, uh, the pub. So, Tom, uh, last year, uh, the Eintracht went down to the Florida Cup. We had some fun. Uh, going to St. Petersburg in Orlando. The Eintracht is doing it once again, this time in just a one-off match. Uh, Bundesliga tussle with fellow uh, struggler, let's be honest, uh, <laughs> Hotha Bay SA. But before we get to that, let's kind of we'll get a little viewpoint of uh, where Eintracht currently sits. 17 matches played really rough patch that the Eintracht has come into. Tom, 17 matches so far this season, and we're not in the relegation zone yet. But, hey, you know, we are the diva, so we take the good years and the bad and just kind of take with it as we will, especially as we are still in the Europa League, still in the DFA Pokal. In case anyone has forgotten, uh... We play Leipzig on the 25th of January. We play them again on the 4th of February in the sixth, uh, round of 16 in the Pokal. Oh, yeah, and we also play the other part of the... Uh, they call it Rosenball Sport for the their Leipzig partner, but we all know what it really is behind. Uh, we play the other Red Bull team, Salzburg, on the Let's 20th and 27th. <laughs> of february so needless to say uh, a lot of interaction with uh the red bull family so if you can avoid drinking certain energy drinks during that time much that will be greatly appreciated but what have you made of the bundesliga season so far for me it's kind of hard to look away from the hinrunda uh the, the kind of struggles that the eintracht have had of late though it to put a smile on your face, I think back to uh, the victories in rapid succession in the Bundesliga that we had uh, against Bayer Leverkusen at home. And of course, who can forget the 5-1 to one victory over a Bayern München? I mean, Eintracht has definitely given us some moments to pout, but also some moments to uh, laugh and enjoy. Uh, what so far have been your highlights and what have you thought of the season so far? Yeah, no, definitely the uh, the five to one was just. Uh, I mean, I, the only thing I can compare that to is maybe the seven to one Germany over Brazil in the World Cup, but that was just a <laughs> that's just a that's just a jaw dropper that uh, that uh, that one will live forever, just like uh, going back to ninety eight ninety nine, the one nothing on Halloween, uh, nineteen ninety eight, the match that I was at where where we beat Bayern one nothing, and and that really was uh, probably the kickoff of me 
becoming an Eintracht Frankfurt fan because I already knew that I hated Bayern at that point before I had my season ticket. So that one uh, was definitely a, a memorable one. But obviously the, uh, the, the, down, the, the, the loss at home to Arsenal was, was uh, deflating, but uh, to turn it around uh, uh, in, in London to, to beat them at home uh, was just uh, unheard of as well as, uh, as the 5-1 in Bayern. I think uh, I think realistically, again having twenty years now to uh, to lean back on. Um, I think as you summarized, to be still alive in the Pokal, uh, the Europa League, and, and for the time being, at least out of relegation zone, um, that's still pretty positive. Um, and to some extent, uh, I guess the decline in the in the Bundesliga table. Uh, also has to be tolerated because we've we've played so many matches in the in the first half of the season, and, and it takes its toll. And uh, we have to uh, sort of uh, you know we're going to count on this uh, this winter break, this Christmas break uh, uh, to uh, to rebuild and regroup. And uh, hopefully, uh, as I try to suggest on the one post uh, on the uh, on the group for the uh, pregame uh, party down in St. Petersburg, uh, our team's down and, you know, they really need us now. So hopefully, uh, we can, uh, we can put a little spirit and light a fire behind them, uh, while we're down in Florida. Indeed. Indeed. I can't uh, agree with that any more than that. Um, speaking of pregame parties and everything, so the Eintracht will be participating in the friendly against, uh, on the eighth now. The eighth Wednesday, Correct. the eighth of January, at the Al Lang Stadium in Saint Petersburg, Florida, right there along, uh, right in front of the marina there, on the right. south basin of Saint Petersburg. As you look out onto old, uh, not excuse me, not old Tampa Bay because that's a different part of the bay, uh, but to Tampa Bay itself. Um. Tell us a little bit about the pregame festivities that will be going down. Because I seem to recall last year, uh, in the old downtown area, which is where the stadium is located, that a lot of Eintracht Frankfurt fans met out at the Hafwa House on 2nd Avenue down there, just a couple blocks away uh, from Al Lang Stadium itself. Tell us a little bit about yeah. uh, this meetup of all Eintracht fans. Frankfurt fans, whether you are coming in from Germany or all points uh, around the globe. Yeah, it, it really, it really sort of uh, it became sort of a team effort. It, 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 uh, I don't know if for some reason uh, I seem to got a little bit of a credit, but the truth of the matter is it was really more uh, Ilona uh, Bragg coming, uh, I think from Texas, right? And mm-hmm. uh, she had the contact with the restaurant. Um, I think maybe there might've been some chatter about, you know, this would be a great place to meet, but I think really Alona uh, stepped up to contact them and a gentleman by the name of Ernst Hummel, uh, who's actually a, a volunteer, year, year, many year long volunteer for Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, he also coordinated with uh, bringing Eintracht flags and decorations and really uh, it just sort of all came together to have 50 of us at uh, Hope Pro House and uh, celebrating with all of all things, Hunt Kaysman music on the menu. So it, it really, uh, it really uh, just all came together and, and it was easy this year as well, 
months and months in advance to already create that event. I've had to change the date now, obviously, from the 9th to the 8th. But that's been sort of the assembly point, if you will, for people that are at least on Facebook uh, and looking for information about, about that event and, and, and sharing ideas about what we could do uh, potentially the day before if there's presuming that there's still going to be some type of a, uh, a public training session at the stadium on now, I guess, the 7th instead of the 8th. Exactly. The date keeps on being moved. Um, who is the now? Who is the technical organizer? I know that the this is done separately from the Florida Cup that the Eintracht participated in uh, last January. Is this through the Rowdies or is this through the Florida Cup that this is being organized? No, so I think it's. I mean, it was at least initially announced as an exhibition game or a kickoff exhibition game to Florida Cup, despite the fact that it would be in. St. Petersburg, uh, much like last year, I think, I don't think it's a norm that, uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the history, but I'm not sure that Florida cup is typically, uh, outside of Orlando. So that may have been an accommodation to us just because we had our training slogger, our training camp down at IMG Bradenton. And, um, all, all reports were that the team loved the conditions there, loved the, uh, facilities. And uh, that's one of the reasons they're back there again this year. And timing-wise, with the Bundesliga, it wasn't going to work to participate in Florida Cup. Uh, but they did at least associate with the Florida Cup to get this uh, exhibition game, as they're calling it, scheduled on the 8th. Indeed. Uh, Eintracht taking on Hertha BSC, who uh, the Eintracht recently had a thrilling 2-2 draw with uh and that was at the Valdstadion, uh, the last, I should say, positive match that we had in the Bundesliga. But hey, <laughs> you know, uh, the, with with the players now returning back to training and the players now returning, uh, coming back to the United States, coming to Florida, hopefully uh, new things will spring anew as the spring season gets started underway so Eintracht will not get involved into a competitive match until the 18th of January so plenty of time for the Eintracht to also make moves when it does come to the transfer window as some links have been uh, out there on Taylor possibly returning because things have uh, well things have really gone bad in Milan but that's not all down to him that's more down to the fact that that team is absolutely a dumpster fire compared to the kind of money that is being spent. If Eintracht had that sort of money to spend, let's put it this way, uh, we'd be doing probably even better than uh, we are right now. You know, possibly winning the group at the Europa League or doing better in the Bundesliga. God only knows where the Eintracht would be if we had them at, oh, only 70-something million euros that uh, <laughs> Milan spent. And they were considered to be a non-big spender in this most recent uh, summer transfer window. So winter transfers uh, also being linked. Uh, Jesus Vallejo possibly also returning back to the Eintracht. Tom, which Eintracht transfer uh, of these two possible returnees uh, gets you the most excited for the Eintracht for the spring? Well, I, and it's got to be Ante Rebic, obviously. And I, I'm... And... Fan favorite. Um, you know, we talked earlier. I, I, he wasn't quite the same after the World Cup, 
um, we'll, we'll leave it at that. And, and, and I'll say that I'm excited about the possibility of the uh, Ante Rebic of 2017, 2018 to be coming back. And I'll leave it at that. I totally agree. I think that there's a lot more to come in the coming weeks as Eintracht get ready to play in Florida. And also just getting back to the Bundesliga as a whole. As we as it was mentioned, uh, the Eintracht unable to participate in the entirety of the Florida Cup as our, for our, we get underway on the 18th of January. That's basically half three weeks away as a, as a time of recording. So, um, Tom, before we kind of leave, what are, with so many things in flux, can you give a prediction for what you anticipate to see from the Eintracht uh, for the Rook Runda, for the, the 2020 uh, portion of the 2019-2020 uh, uh, Bundesliga and European season for the Eintracht? That's um, I, I can tell you what my hopes are, but I, I think I think that's going to depend. Um, well, we can't win the Bundesliga on... title unless the roof caves in on everybody. So right. uh, that at least knocks off one thing for you. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't worry about that one too much. But but I mean, obviously, we, we definitely want to continue. Um, we want to continue in the day of April call as far as possible and obviously in the, in the Europa League and uh, obviously Europa League is more of a commitment but also a lot more money um, we can look at what what uh, Mönchengladbach did Mönchengladbach is still holding their own if you will in the Bundesliga but are out of Europa League so uh, or out of European competition so um, I think for us it's uh, hopefully just a hiccup in terms of Bundesliga that with some rest now and hopefully a couple of acquisitions and uh, I'll say in Freddie, I trust hopefully in Freddie, we all trust Freddie Bobich. Uh, I'm going to hope that uh, we get back uh, uh, mid table, uh, hopefully fairly quickly and can, uh, and can move into the next rounds of, uh, of both the cup and the uh, Europa league competitions. Uh, I'm an Eintracht fan for too long. I have to take it small steps at a time. <laughs> wise uh, wise words that we should all heed especially when you're having to go up against the money monster that is the Red Bull Empire so with that we will leave you folks thanks for uh, tuning into this latest episode of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt Tom where can people uh, get, get plugged into everything that you're up to with uh, the Eintracht Frankfurt New York City fan page, and where can we find uh, for those of us who listen into this? Where can we possibly uh, link up and have discussion uh, with some of the people in the lead up to uh, the Eintracht uh, match in Florida? Yeah, so I mean, um, so far we're Eintracht uh, Eintracht Fan Club of New York is a group on Facebook. Again, it's a group that was started. Uh, I guess almost 10 years ago um, coming up and uh, and that is to be found at EFC uh, with New York spelled out. Uh, people should be able to find that on Facebook. Uh, so far, we don't have a presence on Twitter or um, Instagram yet, but hopefully that'll follow in the coming uh, coming months. But uh, as part of that group, um, I've also been creating, certainly people can shoot me uh Friend request, Tom Framke, F-R-A with umlauts, H-M-K-E. And 
we have uh, the links. Uh, there's one main group uh, or, or, or Facebook event page rather for the uh, pregame meetup on the eighth before the match. That's uh, that's pretty much pretty well connected with uh, uh, both some um, some staff members of Eintracht. Uh, um, uh, German-based uh, fans or Frankfurt-based fans, as well as some of the the U.S.-based fans. So that's really where we're all sort of rallying into that um, that group event, uh, which hopefully they can find either on the EFC New York page or uh, EFC Austin. Adler obviously is a is a great uh, a great find as well, but I'm sure most people know about those guys as well. The great work that Richard Curler Curler does out there. Indeed, indeed. Our friends in Texas are as good of friends and Eintracht as you could possibly ask for. And you can follow the the show. Uh, that is uh, facebook.com slash H-E-F-P-O-M for all the latest news uh, and the English language about the Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, the latest episode drops as well. Uh, go into there. Find us on your usual podcast platforms, whether that be SoundCloud or just your you know, the podcast app through your iPhones as well. And you can also follow me. That is on Twitter, KCSGE. Follow the show that is at HEF pod. So from all of us here at Hey, I'm Trey Frankfurt. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope to see you in Florida and cheers. Hey, I'm